Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, I'm Kirsty. And I'm Kelsey. And it's time to hate watch with us. Welcome to our variety show for sarcastic people. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) We got there! The hardest part of making this show every single week is doing the intro. It's so tough. (laughs) This is what, like, so many episodes in now. (laughs) (laughs) That's still the hardest part. We still don't know who we are. You you guys have no idea. (laughs) But now you know what show it is. You do. You know our names, and that's cool. What are we talking about this week, my dear friend? (laughs) Well, since we had a different agenda going into this, apparently, (laughs) we were not on the same page. No. But that's already happened like six times in planning this episode. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's fine. Blame me. It's a tough world out there right now, guys. Please send us your hate watches. (laughs) Today, I think we're talking about the (laughs) Netflix original series Norsemen, followed by our second trip to <laughs> Cottage Life Network. <laughs> I was like, the, the Cottage Life? The Cottage House? <laughs> <laughs> yes. All, cottage My all House? Yes. So that's what we're doing. <laughs> Both of these were shows that Kelsey brought to the table. Sorry. I don't regret my second choice. I regret my first choice. Yeah. <laughs> and it's been it's been a whole new world of strange TV out there. It has. So Norseman, you actually got from Margaret Lyons, right? Yeah, and I will usually follow Margaret Lyons blindly off a bridge. However, I feel a little let down with this recommendation. I get what she was getting at. Yep. But why? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why did she do this I, to us? Yeah. Um, but this yeah. was in her watching newsletter, and you should subscribe to it if you don't, because it's great. <laughs> Shout out. Where would they subscribe to that? I don't know. It's New York Times Watching. It's at watching on Twitter. They'll well, promote it a lot. Sure. It's fine. Good job. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Their tweet was next to me, or I could go and look it up, so... Yeah, 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 yeah. I did yeah, the yeah. easy thing because that's how I roll. <laughs> <laughs> so Kelsey watched one episode of this, and I, for reasons unknown, watched three. <laughs> three? I watched three. I thought you only watched two. Well, then I ended up watching three. In fairness to me, I was knitting and I was working on a very small project on double points, and. <sighs> Every time an episode would end, because it was half-hour episodes, I would be in, like, the middle of a row, and it would be very inconvenient to lean over and find my phone and hit stop. And Netflix was just faster at auto-playing. So it's the same as, like, when you're out at a bar with someone, and you finish your drink, and they're halfway through, and then you're like, oh, do I get a new one, or do I just... Yep. 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 Literally the same struggle. Yep. Interestingly, that's also how I came to watch all 13 episodes of Reno My Reno. So... (laughs) Which Here is we are. my favorite accidental hate watch <laughs> that you've ever done. It's, it's been a week full of accidents over I, here. 
boy. Oh, boy. Anyway. So, Norsemen. Yeah. <laughs> so this is this is a show on Netflix. Um, the English version is a Netflix original, but the Norwegian version belongs to some Norwegian channel. I thought that this was the Norwegian version. No. Well, okay. So it was all recorded or all taped, whatever. It's all done at the same time, including Uh. all the English and Norwegian scenes. So it's all the same cast for both versions. And they recorded every scene twice, essentially, so that they would record the Norwegian and the English version at the same time. That's a whole lot of work, but also efficient. It's impressive (laughs) as hell is what it is. Like, that is commitment. Um, but the English yeah. version got licensed to Netflix, and the Norwegian version is on whatever channel, Norwegian channel it's on. Norway Cottage Life. Norway Cottage Life. <laughs> um, and they are airing season two of the Norwegian um, version in November. And uh, the option has been put on the table for Netflix to pick up season two of the English version. And according to this article, it does not clarify if Netflix has picked up that option or not. I mean, I've heard literally zero humans talk about it besides that one article. I feel like it cropped up out of the clear blue sky. It It could not have been on Netflix long. No, I think it's new. And I get what they were going for and why they made it, but... Before we get too deep into it, I want to read you the closing paragraph from a review from The Guardian. All right. That says, if you are left uncharmed by Norsemen, you are both heartless and immune to their heartily irreverent approach to situation comedy. Lighten up and let the men in plates beguile you into stupid, helpless giggles. Shh. Um. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I understood their comedy. I just didn't enjoy it that much. <laughs> So the show is about a group of Vikings and they all live in a, like a Viking clan or whatever. And um, it's like Monty Python meets Game of Thrones, which I thought of while I was watching the pilot and I felt extremely clever until I Googled it and found that that's what literally everyone is saying about it. Right. I was like, oh, cool. You read the article I say. <laughs> yeah, no. In fairness, I hadn't really. Uh huh. I just saw that Margaret's name was next to it, and I was like, "Sure, good enough." Blind follow. <laughs> Blind follow. It's that hero hero worship issue of mine. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's about these Vikings, and there's like a bunch of different character archetypes. There's like a Michael Scott. There's like a a badass chick. Um, there's others, and they do funny stuff. Like poop jokes. And dick jokes. Yep. Like, the so Daves are jokes. well and alive in Norway. I mean, there was, I can't remember which scene. Uh, maybe the scene with the, where the woman has the necklace made of monk dicks. Yeah, I think so. But one of the scenes where there, that is, like, centered around dick jokes, I texted Kelsey and I was like this is literally a Game of Thrones scene like I swear to god I've seen this dialogue already <laughs> I don't know if that's more of a commentary on Norsemen or on Game of Thrones though 
Well, and what's hard about it is at least in that sense, Norseman is uh, tonally cohesive. Yeah. <laughs> like, the thing I appreciated about it is that, like, it makes sense for them to throw around an entire scene predicated on a dick joke. It does not make sense for Game of Thrones, the most important drama of our time, to have entire scenes predicated on dick jokes. Agreed. Like, they know what they're about. And they know what Game they're about. Game of Thrones is not. No. Game of Thrones has never figured out what they're about. I really enjoyed the one guy who... I couldn't tell if he was... I don't think he was a king, but he was, like, hanging out until the king came back, or the mm-hmm. leader. And the he Michael just, Scott. Yeah, and he was just knitting all the time. Yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite. I like the guy who, um, oh, you haven't seen this yet. I can't remember what he did in the first episode, but in the second episode, he, like, challenges a guy to a battle to the death for his farm. I think I did and see that. Did you see that? Yeah. And he wins the battle and gets to keep the guy's farm and his wife. Yeah. Um, and then later, uh, as you check back in with him in episodes two and three, things are going very poorly with the wife, <laughs> who is, like, clearly the dominant personality. And, like, she's forcing him to go to couples dinners. And at one of the couples dinners, um, they're, like, reading poetry. And he has to read poetry. And it's one of the funniest dick jokes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not all bad. I mean, that's good. No, it wasn't all yeah. bad. I just... yeah. It wasn't funny in the way I wanted it to be funny. Yeah. And I don't yeah. know what I wanted, but I I wanted some more, like, direct criticism of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> or something. Well, I think for me, the fact that it, like, rides the line between Monty Python and Game of Thrones is important because it had, like, some of the comedic things from Monty Python that I don't like. Like, Monty Python humor does not land with me universally. I like most of it. I like a lot of it, but there are definitely, like, sketches that fall super flat for me. Mm -hmm. It's almost like I see you trying to be funny. Yeah, I wanted more of, like, more bad puns and less, like, less... Poop jokes, I guess. That was, like, the most offensive one to me that just really I couldn't get over. Fair enough. I don't know. There is, like, a very specific thing about period pieces, whether they're, like, sitcoms or dramas, where all period pieces across the board are have a fascination with poop. That's fair. If anyone understands why this is, please feel free to contact us. <laughs> Please. I just, it's like one of the most baffling things to me about historical fiction is that everyone is so fascinated by poop. I mean, everybody poops. I, and like, I guess. I, I've read enough history and spent enough time at castles to know that. Oh my in a God. Certain, Stop I had talking. to. <laughs> in a certain time in history, poop was everywhere. So, like, fine. But, like, why is there so much of it in our fiction? Right. Anyway. So, Norsemen. So, poop. <laughs> I mean, would it, like, is there a scenario in which you would pick this show up again? If. 
if you could convince me it got funnier. Mm-hmm. And, like, it just had pilot syndrome. It definitely wasn't pilot syndrome. <laughs> the next two episodes afterwards are very consistent. I think I just got what they were going for, and had it been, like, a 90-minute one-off movie, I think I would have liked it more. Agreed. I think I'm just not interested in making the investment. And That said, it is only six episodes. Yeah, but that one episode went on for fucking years of my life. <laughs> uh, it's six half-hour episodes, so if you want to take the dive, it's that not much of a hour? commitment. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, so watch it. Tell us what you think. I did get a tremendous amount of knitting done while watching it. I finished both legs of my teddy bear. So Lil Higgy's knitting quarter approved. I guess. It doesn't seem like a conventional fit for Lil Higgy's knitting corner. We don't make the rules. But it's true. <laughs> <laughs> we we are guided by the spirit of Lil Higgy. <laughs> <laughs> we just wait for the spirit of Lil Higgy to flow through us. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> It's not wrong. <laughs> so speaking of Lil Higgy in a little cottage. <laughs> Lil Higgy's cottage. <laughs> I'd like to transition to the show that was also a half hour that felt like 15 minutes because it was just so snappy. They, these are efficient episodes. <laughs> they are. So we watched Reno My Reno. To my absolute delight, <laughs> one of us had seen this with almost no context. It was me. It was you. And so when I was going, I played it on Netflix, and I'm like, this seems oddly Canadian and kind of <laughs> janky. And then I Googled it, and it seems that Netflix has the full Cottage Life Network suite of programming. Do they? Well, they have those, too. I don't know how many more there are. <laughs> okay, I thought we were talking about, like, a full Cottage Life coup over here. Well, I haven't done any research, but I'm assuming <laughs> that we can talk about the Cottage Life again on this show. <laughs> and if we can't, my bad. <laughs> so since you watched 13 episodes of <laughs> Reno by Reno... Do you want to tell our listeners about what that is? So basically, everyone in Canada has a cottage, for reasons unknown. Right. And these are their vacation homes. And so the premise is that generally the husband of the couple who owns the cottage has attempted to do DIY renovations on one room of the cottage, conveniently enough, and has fucked it up royally. So our good friend, Dave DePensier, has to come in and fix it. With his two henchmen who wear matching outfits. His two henchmen, who he always calls the boys. The boys. I think that's a Canadian thing. Yeah. I hear it a lot at work, and I think it's Canadian. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> um, and so the whole thing is like... Dave taking these, like, clueless husbands and uh, making a lot of emasculating jokes about how they're very bad at construction. He only has a staple gun. 
<laughs> hey, do you have a stapler? Anyone need a stapler? <laughs> and the formula goes that they like they come in, they tour the thing, the wife complains for a little while. It is far more heteronormative than most house shows in this day and age. Um, so the wife, like, complains a little bit. And then they send the wife away for a week, which is an interesting choice in my mind. Weekend. They always say week. No, it's only two days. That's the whole premise. I know. I thought it was inconsistent as well. But on in, oh. I'm the one who has seen 13 episodes, may I remind you. So maybe The Cottage Life has, a, co- a like, a complimentary series that's, like, <laughs> man cave in, in The Cottage Life when they send the wife away. <laughs> For those extra five days. It's just an interesting choice that they bothered to send them away at all because it's like, this is their vacation home. They probably weren't there anyway. (laughs) (laughs) They made the drive for the production meeting, but like, if you weren't here that weekend, it's snowing, so they were probably at home anyway. Right. All of the construction takes place in the winter, too, which is fascinating. Well, sure. Why would you construct on your cottage in the summer? (laughs) Because winter construction makes very little sense. In Canada? It's and always like... winter in Canada, Kirsty. <laughs> fair. <laughs> fair. Fair, 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 So after they send the wife away, they start demoing. And they always have to talk about how the husband's very good at demo. And then they make the plan. Dave Depensier reveals his plan for the room. And then he teaches the guys some stuff and then he always gives them like a very special project like you will now have to install this window by yourself or you will now have to install this doorway by yourself he made one dude be in charge of tile flooring and he spent like half the episode trying to cut this one corner and everyone was giving him such a hard time about it i was like bro cutting tile on your first attempt is no small job right like fuck you very much dave depensier Dave is not always that nice. No! That's one thing that's fascinating to me about this show. Everyone talks all the time about how Canadians are so fucking polite. And, like, anyone who has spent enough time with Canadians knows that that is not totally true. But this show absolutely shows it. Mm Mm-hmm. This is not, like, fluffy Canadian niceness. No. This is, like, redneck... (laughs) Like, they have, I mean, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that yeah. in that, like, they wear flannel and those, like, kind of jacket, kind of sweatshirts. <laughs> those very yep. specific combo. It's, like, yep. that kind of situation. Yep. It's endearing and also kind of sad. Like, I often feel really bad for for the husband involved because... Like, these are, like, there was this one guy who I felt particularly bad for, who they gave a very hard time to, and he, in his, like, opening package was like, well, I work in IT, not in construction, so I'm trying to figure it out, but, like, I'm more of an IT guy. And then they spend the rest of the episode, like, completely harshing his buzz and making fun of how he, like, shouldn't be allowed to touch any of the projects or whatever. It's like, dude's in IT. He set that pretty up front. (laughs) Right. In the two that I've seen, and I don't know, you've seen way more, <laughs> like, are the cottages always kind of run down? Mm-hmm. So, like, they make this one reno area nice, but the whole rest of the house is still mm-hmm. kind of trashed and falling apart. So it's like, in the second one that I watched, they did a loft space. 
Oh, that one. That was used for storage. And I'm like, you didn't want to do, I don't know, a living room or a kitchen <laughs> or a bedroom or a bathroom or like a porch or like any other place in the cottage besides the loft. Well, and then they show the after of the loft and it they turned it into like a three bed bunk. And so it's got this like huge facade on the top of the loft and it's all like green and it's got fancy pillars and shit and it's got this big beautiful ladder. And then the camera panned down and it's still like painted wood paneling and like industrial strength carpet. And the other weird thing is that they don't really say what they want or need out of the reno. No. It's, like for all I know, Dave was just like, I think they need three twin beds. <laughs> And that's what happened. Like, they didn't really discuss, like, we need a place for our kids to sleep or guests to come. No, there's no... If there is a conversation, it's happening off camera. Yeah. And a lot of the editing of it is really clunky. Like, the Cottage Life has not quite figured out the narrative aspect of of renovations. Um, and has no. not quite figured out the appropriate use of the talking head. Nope. So there's all these clunky scenes where they tour the space that they're going to renovate, and then Dave DePensier comes up on his talking head, and he's like, well, I think this space has a lot of potential, and I've got a plan. <laughs> and then they just go straight to the blueprints. Right. <laughs> Do they always make, like, a bench? No. In the two that I watched, they made a bench. It's <laughs> like, is that your, <laughs> your signature move? No, that is not a signature. I do kind of hate when they always call in that chick to do all the fabric. Meryl! Just because it's like, they're like, oh, all the hard work's done now, gotta call Meryl. Yeah. Then she comes in and puts this, like, stuff that's not that great. Yeah. (laughs) She's a very weak stager. Yeah. She comes in to stage it before the big reveal. Like, that family... Of, like, sister wives who does the tiny houses <laughs> on HGTV. The women in that family do a lot better staging and decorating than this woman does. Yeah. Although, in fairness to her, we're talking about cottages. Like, how good yeah. could cottage decor really be? <laughs> Fair. I don't know. There's a whole world of the cottage life for us to explore. <laughs> um, so, one thing that really drives me crazy is... When they decide who's going to stay back with Dave to redo the reno and learn all the stuff. Because the idea is that one homeowner stays so that they can learn so that the next time they do a project, they don't fuck up the house. Right. And so when they're choosing the one who stays, it's predicated on who fucked up the house the most, usually. And in some couples, that works because the husband was, like, a really overeager DIYer who, like, actively made the choice to go out there and fuck up the house. There were there was at least one couple where this was like a shining example. It was the IT guy where it was the wife's idea and she was like giving her husband demands to DIY the house and that was when he was like I'm in IT, not construction. I'm I'm trying. And Dave still made him stay and do the work. And to me, it seems like the wife should have stayed because it was her dumbass idea to send her clueless husband to like take down walls. Right. I think Dave DePensier is actually a spirit channel for the patriarchy. <laughs> what a thesis. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> We're all eagerly awaiting my upcoming publication, guys. <laughs> Read it in a literary journal near you. <laughs> as long as we're making fun of dave depensier can we i feel like it's worth noting that his twitter handle is at dino builder no yeah wait but speaking of our, our heroes on on the internet i'm gonna just segue <laughs> sure real quick that kevin mcleod who is not a spirit for the patriarchy no made an instagram and he only has, like, 500 followers, but I was number 23. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. And it's a really, really good time. What's his, what's, what's he? I don't know. Where find him? Search I'm for him. find him. I'm doing it right now. It's, he posts, like, 10 pictures in a row, which is my favorite part. And then he <laughs> writes little, like, soliloquies underneath them. <laughs> Oh my god, I love him so much. Oh, it's the, it's the, um, god damn it, it's the Cobb House. There it is. Yeah. Is that the Cobb House? Well, it was a Cobb House, right? A Cobb House? I don't know how many there are. <laughs> Whatever. It's gotta be a few. Well, that is wonderful. I'm glad that that, that just happened. But, so, tell me, tell me about Dino I now follow Man. Kevin McLeod on Instagram. So, uh, Dino Builder. I'm looking this up. It's very boring. It's just a great handle. Oh. But it's otherwise Guys, extremely boring. the Cottage Life does not make you a star. No. He has 397 followers. Yeah, he is no influencer. Oh. One thing that's interesting about it is they never tell you where any of these cottages are. Well, he's based out of Ontario. Right. It, and, it, and, like... I assumed Ontario based on the accents. Like, they all sound vaguely Scottish. Right. But they never give you any sense of of geography, so it's just sort of generically in Canada. Right. Which I just think is precious. If you tweet to Dave Depensier, he will definitely retweet you. Absolutely, he will. (laughs) I have more followers than him. (laughs) Aw, Dave Depensier. Oh, I just went to his website, and his tagline is building dreams and relationships. Oh, yikes. It sure is. Lots still available in Leisure Lane. Oh, no, Dave Depensier. He builds builds custom homes, like tract housing. Yeah, I think, um, my reno is a side gig. Yeah. Is Is the Cottage Life basically public access? I... Let's look up Cottage Life. I can't I, figure it out, but this is what we're going with. It's like a scrappy little, scrappy little network. Cottage it has a magazine. Life television where every day is the weekend. <laughs> where every day is the weekend. Oh, that's cute. No. Open house weekends. What's that? Show wa- info. Ooh. I'll watch that show. Animal, Animal Wednesdays. Wednesdays. <laughs> Why Why do they have a show called Selling Houses Australia? That's not very Canadian. How about One Way Ticket to Oz? Yeah, what what is that? That's a questionable title for some Guys, reasons. Guys, we have devolved quickly and we don't apologize. <laughs> they only have four shows featured under their shows. From cabins to mansions, get an inside view of spectacular homes without having to leave your own. Brojects in the house. What? <laughs> Oh my god. Why do they only have four shows? 
deck stocks and gazebo. <laughs> <laughs> That's my show. That's my show. Oh. Colin and Justin's cabin pressure. They have Bear Gryllis. No shit. Why does Bear Gryllis have a home <laughs> show? No. What are you doing, Bear Gryllis? Oh, oh. Is he from Canada? Kiersey. What? What's for sale is an original besides what's for sale with a view. Oh, uh, what's for sale with a view is a spin-off. Oh. Why, though? Why do they have, like, several veterinary shows? Ever dreamed? Because of Animal Wednesdays, Kelsey. Did you not <laughs> read the website? <laughs> but that's its own show. <laughs> Ever dreamed of living in cottage country? What's for sale gives you an insider's look into the best cabins, homes, and lakefront properties on the market. As opposed to what's for sale with a view? What the fuck is it with you Canadians <laughs> and cottages? Oh. I mean, it sounds nice and all. I would just like an explanation. It's because they're saving so much money on free health care that they can all buy cottages. Is that what's going on? I think. Oh, my God. So this Bear Grylls show <laughs> is Bear Grylls maroons two sets of people from two different generations on a pair of deserted islands in the Pacific. Oh, Wearing just the clothes on their backs and armed with some basic tools, which generation is better equipped to survive? That's horrifying. As the younger generations struggle with the basics of food and water, the older generation appear to be streets ahead. But when their water source runs dry, they urgently need to find a new home. Will they make it to the younger group's island? And what will they make of their neighbors? Wow. Oh, Bear Grylls. The mighty have fallen. Oh. It looks like they have something like... This home game show is like something on HGTV, and it's couples who have to compete to make the most profit from a house renovation. But it's huh. four stories per episode. Like, how Yikes. much are they filling in there? That's a fucking whirlwind. No kidding. I want to know what Animal Wednesdays are about. <laughs> You guys thought you were coming here for Reno My Reno. Little did you know. I think this guy has three different vet shows out of the four. I <laughs> I have to say, I am extremely excited about decks, docks, and gazebos. <laughs> These aren't your typical cottages. Oh, no? They're equipped with breathtaking new decks, docks, and gazebos. Oh. <laughs> sure are. Cottage life, other than the random veterinary shows, like, really committed to their brand. They, they did. I wonder, the animal shows seem like a very, very specific offering. So I wonder what their, like, focus grouping and demographic research pulled up that made them say, cottages and veterinarians. That is what right? we do well. Dream gardens is something fascinating, too. <laughs> Their descriptions are like, you look at gardens for a half an hour. <laughs> I really like the description for Colin and Justin's cabin pressure, which is the highly anticipated new installment of Cottage Life's top rated series returns with a brand new high profile project. Like, I do not think you can hype this enough. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh my god. What a very specific niche to fill in this world. The world's most extraordinary homes features someone who they label as a property enthusiast. Sure. 
Like, anyone can be a property enthusiast if they spend enough time on Zillow. What a time on the cottage life. Do you think, what do you think their Pinterest is like? Ooh, do they have a Pinterest? Yeah. Well, let's go down that rabbit hole. Wait, 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 wait. This is too much Dave Depensier. Go away, Dave. We're done with you. Your source for all things cottage since 1988. No shit cottage life. <laughs> cottage crafts, cottage cook, cottage style. <laughs> the great outdoors the cottage life shop you can get merch oh my god cottage life merch tiny homes and cottages astounding owls (laughs) outdoor dogs amazing (laughs) a-frames amazing (laughs) a-frames famous canadian cottages oh Cottage Christmas, retro <laughs> cottagers. Cottaging around the world. <laughs> Fabulous floating houses. It's so good. Spectacular sheds. <laughs> oh my god. Like, do you think Netflix paid them $300 for all this content? Yes. I think Netflix was like, would you like to start a portfolio? <laughs> The Cottage Life Instagram is also just a bunch of different pictures of lakes at sunset. And then there's one picture of a moose walking through a lake. Oh, <laughs> This is the kind of quality content you're here for, folks. It's so special. This is definitely <laughs> a show that was approved for Lil Higgy's Knitting Corner. It's true. The Cottage Life Facebook <laughs> pushed... A video titled, Here's How to Make Mason Jars Even More Versatile in Your Kitchen. Aww. Good news. Netflix has projects. Brojects? <gasps> Brojects! So I'll be adding that to my list immediately. It's worth noting that that pun only works because Canadians say project instead of project. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> You gotta get that regional dialect in there. You would think I would know that by now. Nah. Like, I do, but I didn't come together for me. (laughs) I spend more time with Canadians than you do, so. Actually, that's probably not true. Is that true? No, that might not be true. I spend a lot of time with Canadians. I wonder what Cottage Life magazine is like. I don't know, but your address is close enough to Canada that you could subscribe. It's true. I probably could get it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. I can't decide if that's a blessing or a curse. It might be both. What's the Cottage Life Twitter like? The Cottage Life Facebook posted an article titled 10 Incredible Facts About Animals Who Hibernate. Yeah? Mm-hmm. That's super special content. <laughs> oh, here we go. 11 Ways to Prevent Cottage Guests from Overstaying Their Welcome. Ooh. Don't say Cottage Life never helped you. No, you're right. Oh my god, they have a convention every year. I'm not going back to Canada. (laughs) You already took me there once. (laughs) You don't want to go to the Fall Cottage Life show? Not if it requires going to Ottawa. You could hang out with Dave Depensier. (laughs) Oh. You could be with Dino Builder. You're right. Sign me up. I'm going through and like Googling every single one of these on Netflix. So, not Googling, just using the search button. <laughs> just using the search button. You're so modern. So modern. This video of a moose taking on a wolf will have you on the edge of your seat. Oh, they're like trying to do clickbait? Yes. 
That's so 20 uniquely so Canadian insults we are taking this detour. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> they're all they're kind of dumb. Oh. Well, anyway, I didn't know Chucklehead was Canadian. What is it? Chucklehead? I've never heard of that. Really? <laughs> I've heard it before. You live in Canada. <laughs> hey, I resent that. Yeah, I know. Our maple laws are way stronger than Canada's. That's fair. I respect your maple. <laughs> you better. It means stupid people. Oh. For what it's worth. So, you know we'll have at least one more episode of Cottage Life to talk about <laughs> at some point. So that's a because we are real teaser. Absolutely going down the bridge X rabbit hole. Yeah. That's yeah, anything we missed about uh, Reno My Reno? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Except that his tagline was, we do it right. (laughs) Yeah, so there was that. His other one was straight out of the twerk playbook of, it's going to cost a little bit more, but the payoff is going to be huge. But, like, he wasn't using any high-end finishes. He was not. He would, like, literally choose, like, one thing to like i can't even think of an example but like he would choose a random type of flooring and be like it's gonna take a little bit longer it'll be a little more work but the payoff will be huge well in one of the ones i saw he used like flooring that you just laid down it didn't even <laughs> like get set into the floor yep so... oh the one thing that really threw me off is so they use a shitload of tongue and groove paneling yeah. And they always refer to it, refer to it as T and G. That's weird. I was literally like six episodes in before I realized that's what they were talking about <laughs> when they said T and G. Interesting. Also, who are those men that he brings the boys? Are they like his siblings? They looked similar. No one gave us the backstory I needed. Like, are they property brothers? I don't know. <laughs> There, this like Great British Bake Off comes with no backstory anywhere. Like they go into the cottage and show you it, and then they start demoing it, and then there's talking heads with Dave that are, you know, how on HGTV shows they'll sort of do these little bits where like for five whole minutes between a commercial break, it'll be all about this one random hijinks that they're all up to or something, right? They try to pull that off here, but it'll literally just be, like, Dave DePensier's talking head being like, so the homeowner said a funny thing. It's so cringeworthy. <laughs> the first one had the guy who was, like, laying down on the bench, like, mm. sexily. That guy is my favorite on the crew. <laughs> I can't tell them apart! <laughs> uh, he was believe like, it or not. doing a funny thing, you know? <laughs> And then there were, like, three talking heads about it. It's so awkward. (laughs) Interestingly, that guy is slightly less vanilla than Dave, and that's how I tell them apart. Oh. All right. Dave is, like, you know the congressman that Ben Wyatt runs the campaign for who's literally a robot? Yeah, that's who he is. That's what Dave reminds me of. He's a renovation robot. The robot. <laughs> like, I imagine that in between scenes, he's just standing somewhere staring at a two by four. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's nothing against Dave. He just hasn't been trained. 
No, it, it, because it's like a scrappy little network that doesn't have like the American sensibility for reality TV. They just like don't do a good job. <laughs> it's like the particular narrative choices that they attempt to make are just not effective. I mean, it's no different than what's for sale at The View. No. There is a theme here. There is a theme. Except I do think that Reno My Reno tries harder to do, like, interpersonal stories. Like, what's for sale with a view is very cut and dry. Like, these people look for a house and then they buy it. Right. Whereas Reno My Reno is trying to be like, the homeowner and Dave have rapport. Yeah. Look at what friends they are now. <laughs> Lifelong buddies. What's up? Oh. In the first one, Dave, it, by like the third talking head, is talking about adopting the homeowner onto his crew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Such rapport. So much rapport. My last plug for Cottage Life. Yeah. Is on their Pinterest. They have a board called DIY and Home Improvement. And like the top 15 pins on the board are pools like DIY pools that are made out of stock tanks, which are just large metal vats that you fill with hose water and put a construction ladder in. I will say, like, HGTV presents one side of Canada, but Cottage Life really does a good job of giving me the other side of Canada that I didn't know about. This is, like, so much less pretentious than HGTV. Yeah. There is no veneer no. on cottage life. Like, you get a vat, and it is a pool. <laughs> it literally has a construction ladder in it. You want a lighthouse, you got a lighthouse. <laughs> oh my god. Fantastic. 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 <laughs> I mean... I think this episode has been fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> we should top it off with some rose hip jelly. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. have any further thoughts questions or feelings about cottage life or reno my reno or if you want to give us suggestions for other hilarious home television to watch or if you want to revisit norseman for some reason <laughs> um, you can find us on twitter at hate watch with us you can find us on gmail hate watch with us at gmail.com i want to take a hot second to call out that uh we are suddenly taking forever to respond to emails and we apologize yeah, sorry. My bad. Sorry, Alan. <laughs> we'll get to you. <laughs> and you can find us at our website, heatwatchwithus.com, uh, which I almost forgot what it was. You can find our friends at thoughtbubbleaudio.com and thoughtbubblefm on Twitter. They also have a Gmail and they also have a Patreon. And they have shows. <laughs> and they have so so many good shows. Good, good shows. Good, good friends. Um, they've got Beer with Geeks, they've got Supergirl TV, and Supergirl is back on the sh on the TV. CW. So, We're watching that network tonight, Kirsty. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Um, you didn't see the promos? Oh, no, I saw them. <laughs> okay. So that podcast is live for the season. Um, they've got Academy Rewind, if you want some film shit. They've got Krypton. Yeah. The they've got us. We're also there. 
We're there too. We're there too. So yeah, come hang out with us on all of those internet places. Um, and subscribe and rate and review wherever you find podcasts. Good job. Woo! <laughs> It's like our outro suddenly like grew by like triple in a very short amount of time. It did. <laughs> oh. Well, um, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for putting up with us week after week. Goodbye. Bye. Two. Two. Four. Six. Six. Eight. Yep. Okay. We could count all day. <laughs> it's my favorite part. We're so good at counting. <laughs> you want to hear our multiples? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's too late for multiples. We know, we know our times two tables. <laughs>